you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. My folks, Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. I am your host today. I'm always your host, really, but today I'm also your host. So there's that. Welcome to the show, my friends and family of the big Chris Voss Show family. The family loves you, but doesn't judge you. I need to make shirts to say that or coffee mug. That way people can, you know, when they're sitting at their table and looking at their family that doesn't love them and is harshly judging them, they can just lift that coffee glass up and it'll say on the front, I belong to the Chris Voss Show family, and they love me unconditionally. Within a certain degree. I mean, let's not push the unconditional too far. At least that's what the attorneys say. (laughs) Then I get emails wanting to borrow money. So here you go. Maybe that should be the byline of that. The Chris Voss Show, the show that loves you, doesn't judge you, but you still can't borrow money from And yeah, don't wait for the inheritance either. I spend, I'm going to spend it all in Vegas on, I don't gambling, I guess, or something, whatever else you do in Vegas. So guys, welcome to the show. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Be sure to further show to your friends, neighbors, relatives, dogs, cats, get them all listening to the show, get them all subscribed. All my dogs with iPads are subscribed to the show. Go to goodreads.com, forward slash Chris Foss, youtube.com, forward slash Chris Foss. I'll have a some Facebook, LinkedIn, the big LinkedIn group, of course. The LinkedIn newsletter are pretty cool, too, as well. Subscribe to those. Today, we have an amazing multi-book author. He's the author of a ton of books, and he's done those interesting things in his life. We'll be talking to him today about what he does and how he does it. Mark M. Bello is on the show with us today. He's an award-winning author attorney, social justice advocate. He's going to be on the show talking to us about his stuff. As an attorney and civil justice advocate, he drew upon 40 years of courtroom experience in his Zachary Blake legal thriller series. He's a Michigan native, received his BA in English literature from Oakland University and his law degree from Thomas M. Cooley Law School. After working extremely high profile legal cases that were very interesting, Mark wanted to give the public a front row grim, glim, a front row glimpse of what victims face when standing up for justice. Welcome to the show, Mark. How are you, Chris? I love you. I won't judge you. Thank you. Well, don't judge <laughs> that intro. I, hey, thank, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, there's one word in there. I don't know why. You know, I I always say to my uh, guests when they come on, I go, "How do you pronounce this or how do you pronounce that?" To make sure I, I don't butcher names or colleges or something. And I always get pronunciation wrong. How do I pronunciate that? And it's like, you know, I went to public school. What can you say? So give us your .com so people can find you on the inter- interwebs, please. The, uh, the, the last on the, name is, Online? The last name is Bello, B-E-L-L-O. Uh-huh. I didn't hear the last part of your question. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the internet technology here. Give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs and learn more about Mark, it. MarkMBello.com. I made it easy. There you go. And how many books do you have, Mark? There's a whole lot. I, I read I have, out of space well, I, on my own. You mentioned the legal thrillers. I have eight of those. Okay. I actually wrote a, uh, a Jewish cookbook. Mm. If, you like, if you like Jewish food, there's a cookbook on my website. Mm. It's, a, it's actually 
a, a funny little story. We have a large, large family. Uh-huh. And there's a family club. For our 75th anniversary, they put out this little pamphlet cookbook. And I took the cookbook and made it the cookbook of my fictional character, uh, with permission of my family, of course, and republished uh, a version of the cookbook. So so that's on, on my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a novella that you can download for free on my website. A novella. That is, that is a, a, a Holocaust-era novella that talks about Zachary Blake's grandfather and and what the incentive was for him to be, become a lawyer is sort of a prequel. Mm. And then finally, there's the children's book. I started wow. writing, I started writing social justice and safety books for kids on the theory that children are getting these messages too late in life. Mm. If you tell a, if you tell a kid, don't be a bully and you tell him that in high school, he's already a bully. Mm. That's if true. you tell them that in, in kindergarten, maybe you can prevent that from happening. If you tell a kid, don't let your parents drive while talking on the phone or lo- or texting as they're driving down the freeway at 80 miles an hour, maybe the kid in the back seat says, hey, I read a book. Don't, don't, don't use that. These are messages I think that kids are getting too late. You, typically, you'll start talking about distracted driving. In high school, when you're mm-hmm. getting when you're getting your driver's license, I think that's much too late. So mm-hmm. I've written children's books about those kinds of topics. You should do one on on pregnancy contraception because everybody I know they find out too late how that works. <laughs> you, you're you're right about that. I'll I'll leave that to the parents. Yeah, when I was in high school, I would tell my friends, I'd be like, no, I, I, "You didn't no. know that's that's what happens when you don't wear a condom." You got. You got the woman pregnant already. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> By then, it's 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 too late, to my understanding. I no, you're you're right. You're right. Yeah. Other other than that, though, there, that mm-hmm. that there's ten there's ten books on my website right now. Yeah. Eight of them are these legal thrillers that we're talking about. Nice. You know what you could also do is people that have teenagers. I see all my friends that are in their fifties now, like me, that have teenagers, and they're always complaining about them. I'm like. The reason I didn't have kids was because I knew they would become teenagers. No question. And evidently they needed a book for that as well. Well, so tell I, us yeah, about. <laughs> I'm 70 years old, Chris, and, and I have children from age 36 to 43, mm-hmm. and they were teenagers. And I'm telling you, I don't know how I survived. That's why I have little hair and gray hair. It, 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 teenage years are hard to survive. That's probably why you wrote all these books is to pay for all that. So, yeah. so let's talk about your uh, series of books here, your big series, the Zachary Blake legal thriller novels first. Let's talk about that and tell us about what that's about. Your main characters you're running through there, I imagine, is named Zachary Blake. Zachary Blake is uh, a combination of my son, whose name is Zachary, mm-hmm. and my nephew, whose name is Blake. So I named the character after my son and my nephew. The the way the series came about is kind of an interesting story. Back in my my 30s, as I indicated, I'm 70 now. Back in my 30s, I handled a case against the Catholic Church, one of the many scandal-related child abuse cases Mm. by clergy in the Catholic Church. And the fact that there's a pedophile priest or a 
demented individual. That happens everywhere. That's not an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. You can you can be a predator and be a rabbi. You can be a predator and be a priest. You can be a predator and be an ordinary citizen, a lawyer, uh, a broadcaster, a podcaster. Well, it's not that's, that's not that's not that's not that unique. What's unique is the way the church handled it, mm-hmm. and what happened in this case, and in many many others. Mm-hmm. as is shown in the movie Spotlight, if you recall that. It was an Academy Award-winning film about the Boston scandal. They covered it up. Not only did they cover it up, but they would hide the priest's, pred, pred, what's the word, predilection? Pred, pred, well, their history, they whatever. would move them to other the, parishes. The, the priest's propensity, let's say, mm-hmm. for pedophilia. And worse than that, once he committed a crime in Detroit, they would transfer him to Cleveland. Yeah. He'd commit a crime in Cleveland, and they'd transfer him to Baltimore. So uh, I decided when I handled that case, mm-hmm. found out the extent of the cover-up, found out the extent of the problem that the church is having and is still having, I'd one day write a book about it. I didn't know it would take me 40 years, and I started it a long time ago. But having children, as we just discussed, um, having a practice, having a full-time occupation got in the way. And here I am at 64, 65, about to retire, and I picked up the book and decided to fulfill my bucket list and write it full-time. And the result was my first novel, which is called The Trail of Faith. And it's about, it's a fictionalized account of uh, what I actually went through embellished quite a bit mm-hmm. but what i went through in dealing with the church and exposing the cover-up and getting my client justice oh wow does so it that, deal with the same topic of what we just described is it what about said again does it deal with the same topic of a priest okay yeah, it's it's okay. it's about a pedophile priest who molests two boys his mother wants justice she hires a down-and-out lawyer named Zachary Blake, who becomes her crusader for justice. And that's essentially what the, the premise of the book. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, that's really awesome, man. That's, that's awesome. So the whole series is that, or does he go on other adventures throughout the <laughs> No, that, that, that would be quite a, an, an eight-book series on pedophilia. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I couldn't do that. But anyway, the... the what, from a history standpoint, I thought I was a one-and-done author. I, did, I I had a bucket list item that I wanted to write. Mm-hmm. I wrote the book. It won a few awards. It did well. And I started looking for the, you know, so-called second book. And then the 2016 election came along. And I don't know what your politics are or what the politics of your audience is, but my politics are moderate, left-leaning. Democrat? I, I'm, I'm, I... I voted. I have voted Republican. I vote. Mo, I vote mo, mainly Democrat. Yeah, I'm, so, I, I'm a moderate as well. So I'm I'm watching the election unfold. I'm not like and I'm, I'm not and I'm listening and I'm listening to a certain candidate mm-hmm. talk about uh, shooting people on 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 Fifth Avenue on Broadway or Fifth Avenue mm-hmm. about deporting all Muslims mm-hmm. about uh, you know closing closing borders on uh, along the Mexican or the southern border, and I'm saying. 
what would happen if a if a self-professed bigot became president of the United States? Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> it, it, it had that effect on me. So I decided I'll write a book about this. I, this is before the election happened. Mm -hmm. I finished the book around November 1st, late October. I posted on Amazon. I publish it. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, I, I didn't think he'd win, but lo and behold, he wins the election. Did you, was and your character a big orange guy in the... The character is a guy by the name of Ronald John, <laughs> who basically adopts, for lack of a better way to say it, mm -hmm. much of the rhetoric of Donald Trump. Um, mm. And and I thought, okay, he'll lose. I've written this book. It's kind of interesting in in, in the comparison. Would he have been... Would he have been the kind of president I wrote about, yes or no? That's what I expected the questions to be. Lo and behold, he wins, and he becomes the kind of president I wrote about. Wow. Well, it was so now, hard to predict. So now I'm online. No human behavior. So, so now I'm online. I've got this book published, and I'm getting attacked by the right-wing media wow. for doing a, quote, hit job on President Trump. So they were and, triggered. And my response has has <laughs> been has been today, has been then and is today. If you see a similarity between the president I wrote about mm. and he became, it's on him, not on me. My guy came first. Yeah. I yeah. wrote the book. He decided to be that president. Well, the, so, you know, the thing about that whole thing is is if you understand human nature, and I've done business with people like Donald Trump and I extreme narcissism it's not that hard to predict where that was going to go like now i'm running around screaming punching people who said i was insane in 2015 and i'm like see I, we we told you what he's going to try and do yeah. and hopefully that gets uh, I, 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 the won't, Justice Department. I won't say that i was a genius for predicting what happened because mm -hmm. as you as you say it was quite predictable but but yeah. my point my point is that he had a chance to be a guy who just spouted political rhetoric to get elected, he had a chance to, to, and he had kind of a mandate if you think about it. Yeah, you know, a, a change candidate, if you will. He had a chance to be somebody different, and he chose to be who he was. And that's on him, not on me. Exactly. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Yep. So that was interesting. The uh, you 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 do have a book you mentioned on uh, Jewish cooking and stuff like that. <laughs> I did. That, by the way, that book, uh, the presidential book, is called Betrayal of Justice. There you go. That, there you my, go. that was my second book. And that's that's part of the Zachary that's part Blake of the series. Zachary Blake series as well. Blake, huh? Blake Blake has hired a young Muslim woman gets accused of killing a white supremacist, mm -hmm. and uh, Blake is is hired to represent her. The president, the new president, finds out that this woman is accused of murder in Michigan, mm -hmm. and he wants to use her situation as his poster child for a Muslim band. Oh, wow. And that's the, that's the premise of the novel. Mm, murder, you say. That's pretty wild. And so the whole series is different scenarios that uh, Zachary Blake goes through? Yes, different, different criminal or civil mm -hmm. cases, interesting stuff that is like justice and and, and, eight, and in, to a, to a smaller degree, like faith, mm -hmm. because faith, obviously, clergy abuse and pedophilia 
in the church is a newsworthy topic uh, and, and a real topic uh, and a real headache for the church. So both of those books were pulled from from so-called headlines issues. I took that, and the series is basically picking and choosing various issues that have come up in our society over the last, I would say, five, six years, like white supremacy, mm -hmm. like cop shooting innocent black people, like mm. school shootings, like a Supreme Court justice candidate committing a sexual assault. Mm -hmm. Like like the immigration crisis, and uh, and there's a book of your choice on those topics and more. So that, nice. that's that's kind of what I write about. So most every one of the books is going to have like a, some different featurettes of of pulled from the topical things that are that are out there today. Fictional and, accounts, uh, yes. Fictional accounts. There which, you go. Which allows me to embellish. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The the Jewish cookbook that you have. Yes, I love my Jewish friends. It's one of my favorite religions because it's the one they they never try and sign people up at. They don't knock on your door on Saturday morning and interrupt your hangover to try and get you to you know believe in Joseph Smith. Hung, so hung over on Manischewitz, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to pretend I knew what you said, but I you know I, I use the words "oi" and "ve" a lot when I'm around my niece and nephew who I'm not allowed to swear around. But you know, there's one problem I have with the Jewish people. And I, I don't think I ever say this right. I think I'm correct on Jafelta fish. Is it is it, is that pronounced right? The Jafelta fish. I, I still didn't catch that. Jafelta fish. Gefilte fish. Okay. Gefilte. That's the problem. You you pronounced it wrong. Yeah, I am. I. I'm it's ga, it's gefilte. Gefilte uh, fish. There's no such thing as a gefilte fish, by the way. It's, it's I've a, seen that in the jar. And... It's a. It's a. Is this is this a video or an audio? Just an audio. It's video. It it is a uh, packed. It, if you know what a matzo ball looks like. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. a gefilte fish looks like. It's it's yeah. a bunch of different cuts of fish, and they pack it together and make up gefilte fish. Yeah. And then they put it in a jar, and it, it's uh, it's an acquired taste, especially for a non-Jew. That's what a lot of my friends who are Jewish tell me. They're always like, yeah, it's the older folks that like that. It's not the younger folks. Well, there's also, you know, different recipes. So, so uh, you know, if if, if, if Aunt Sadie mm -hmm. makes gefilte fish, her gefilte fish is different than your mother's. Or Ugh. or great aunt Sophie is different than both of those. So mm -hmm. it, there's no consistency to gefilte fish, and that's that's part of the problem. I just like to never see that again. Like I, I just, I just. That's the only problem I have with the Jewish people is I, I see that in the jar at the store, <laughs> and I go, "Please I, don't eat that." The secret ingredient, my friend, is horseradish. Well, I mean, if I put horseradish on a doctor, dip it, dip it, dip it, it in some soup for a while, it's probably good too. <laughs> I don't know. That's my joke. I do. So, what what sort of recipes are in the book? Oh, there's all kinds of recipes. Uh, Is there any gift? Brisket, 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 apple pie, there you trifle, go. chicken soup, matzo ball soup, gefilte fish, to your point, yeah. Passover dishes, high holiday dishes, you 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 name it, kugel. Uh, mm. Some people pronounce it kugel. Some people pronounce it kiggle. It depends on, on whether you're Ashkenazi or, or what have you. You name it, it's there. It's a it's an interesting little book and it's and it's kind of funny. I, I, I there's a bunch of anecdotes in it from from my actual family. I invented some anecdotes from Zachary's family. 
I tell joke. I tell a few jokes in the uh, in in the book. It gave me some license to have a little fun nice. instead of be, instead of being so ripped from the headlines, serious all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's got to be good. That's gonna be good. What 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 were the the, the you had the children's book, you had well, the you had the series. What haven't we touched on about what you're the, doing? the children's book? The children's book is Happy Jack, Sad Jack, a bullying mm-hmm. story. It's about a biracial kid who was bullied in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and, and to the point we were discussing earlier about catching kids at younger ages, I felt that topics like that, topics like Distracted Driving, which is going to be the next book in the series, mm-hmm. are important to get a kid at an early age rather than waiting till they're teenagers. I thought the book about the priest catching kids at an early age was that book, but I guess not. The age, the typical age <laughs> that kids are involved in these situations are 11 and 12. <laughs> so to your point, you're right. I mean, this stuff should 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 get to a kid much earlier than, than their teen years. Yeah, definitely stranger danger. So there's that. Yep. yep. Well, that's been pretty insightful. What does your fan base think of the series that you have, the Zachary series? My family has been moderately supportive. They, they, it, it, it takes a lot of my time. It takes a lot of effort. It pulls me away from retirement and family time. And I get a lot of pushback about that. You know, hey, Poppy, come, come swimming with me. Hey, Poppy, I thought you were going to take me for ice cream. And it, I, well, I tr- I try to to balance uh, both of those things, and uh, sometimes I succeed, sometimes I don't. They like my books. Uh, they, the the my adult children have read all my books and enjoy them. I'd force them on my children. I'd like read to them at bedtime, or whatever books I wrote, which would probably be boring because my book is business, and they'd just be like, "Where's the, where's the thrill?" <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to read a business book at bedtime. Um, how to be a better leader. Johnny, I know you're uh, five, but you really need to take more control of your preschool class. No question. I want to see preschool president out of you for the student body. I don't even know if they have that. You know, he's I, sitting there I, with the time management for preschoolers. Time management for preschoolers. <laughs> the next book coming forth from Chris Voss. Right. You know, you got to target that market early. Absolutely. When they grow up and they're like, absolutely. When they become CEO of AT and T someday, they'll be like, what? What made you? And, you know, achieve this high position. They'll be like, when I was in preschool. No question. Podcasting for, for kids. How about that? He also had another book, How to Poop in Your Diaper. You know, uh, uh, I'll, I'll share a I'll share a. I think that's my first book. My, my seven-year-old grandson, Dylan, mm-hmm. come, comes, comes to me with a, a book. It's got a bunch of pictures in it. And he calls it the poop book. And he, oh. wants, me to, and he wants me to publish it. So I, 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 he and I are working now together mm-hmm. to to publish the poop book by by Dylan as told to Poppy. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. That sounds like a load of <laughs> anyway. There's, there's like an endless amount of jokes I can do on that. Maybe that's what you should call it: a load of whatever. Uh, is it to help a people? Load of, a load of poop. Is it help? Is it to help children understand what the what the whole you know organ things going on there and why why it. we do what we do? I like it. 
Some people are full of it. So there you go. You could do a whole series of that. I have a friend who writes these these books that he's really popular on TikTok, and they're really irreverent, sometimes disgusting. But I mean, they're they're cartoon books that are targeted towards you know the younger crowd, people like mad, you know, they like the Mad Magazine and stuff like that. I, I'm working on that as, as as an old as an old guy. It's it's uh, TikTok is is like new to me, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm still struggling with how to use TikTok as an author. But it's up- very, it's very interesting. We're still trying to figure out how to use it right because yeah. I mean I don't my my face and my whole image doesn't appeal to people who I don't know. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't think? No, I, they really, they really don't. Like even on YouTube, they just go, <laughs> "Yeah, this is too highbrow for us." Or we might have to use I, I, a brain cell or two. I think that might be true. Well, that's. Not my problem, but yeah, it is. Anything more you want to touch on or talk about before we go out? I can talk about individual books if you'd like. I can talk mm-hmm. about, you know, you n- name name a, name a legal topic or a social justice topic, and I'll give you my thoughts about it, but wh- whatever you'd like. All right. Is it, easy, man. Is, does the Justice Department have the authority to indict a sitting president or a previous president? And I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Well, the, answer, like, the answer is yes. Well, it looks like the answer is yes. They have the authority, and whether they have the gut to do it, that's a different question. Does Merrick Garland the so? I mean, basically, you took your forty years' experience as a as a attorney and uh, wove it into a lot of your book series, which probably gives you. I mean, you probably have a ton of material. Are you going to continue to do that series? The the Zachary series. Right now, I'm working on a a kind of a hybrid. Between romance and law, ah, uh-huh. because romance is a is a, it's hot a divorce court book. I said eh, it could be. I, I don't have. I, I I have a concept in mind, but I but mm. I, I I'm not ready to share it yet. And I'm also, work, I'm also working the the two hot topics in in Amazon Land is uh, uh, from from a fictional standpoint mm. are cozy are cozy mysteries and romance. So I'm trying to take advantage of those genres and see what I can do with those. Women love those romance novels. So Zach, Zachary might appear in those novels, but he's not going to be the focus of those novels. Yeah. But I think once you go over there, you have a hard time getting out. I, I've got one gal who's been on the show a couple of times. She's wrote like a whole mess of romance novels. She's like God in romance novels. And then she started writing some other sort of just normal novels. Okay. Normal novels. And Send me your so she had a, it's A.R. Tori, T-O-R-E-A-R is her initials. And I can't remember if those are for her new books or her old books, but she had to set up a different pen name to uh, to deal with the separation of her brand. That's the other question: whether or not whether or not the book is going to be something that I'm going to produ- I'm going to release in my own name. So we'll see. It depends on if it's a sal- that salacious sort of stuff. I mean, men men. Men read Playboy, women read romance novels. They I, I have their I, stuff in their head. It's all, ever, anything is possible. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. And so, uh, you know. <laughs> those are the things on, I'm working at. Depends on if you got one of those covers that when you look at it, you f- you feel <laughs> a little like you should go take a shower sort of thing. Those are the ones. You got to wash your hair. You got to wash your like, hair. like, oh, I can wash my eyes out. What's going on there, man? <laughs> Like some of these things, my kids are around. Jesus, you know, I mean, it's it's like what was that other one that, that all the ladies loved? Gray, something gray, the gray whatever. Dorian, Dorian Gray. No, it was the one that they all the chicks bought the the gray 
series. The the guy was the rich. Oh, Shades of Grey. Okay, Shades of Grey. I, I got you. I got you. Um, never read that. Fifty Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades of Grey. That was yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So it's it's interesting. And so people people who like legal stuff will probably really enjoy your novels. Then I, I believe they will. If there they if they like if they like certain legal thriller authors, mm-hmm. obviously John Grissom comes to mind. If they like stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. they'll they'll like my novels. No question. That's a good angle. You know, you you should write a book. You know, you can call it Jackson Brown. You know, Jackson Brown. Remember that song, "Lawyers in Love." Mm-hmm. You could call it "Lawyers in Love," eh? I'm sure, a lot of lawyers and you know, I that we could. Yeah. If 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 I do the romance thing, yeah, yeah, that lawyers in love. They're like you know, the you know, you've got two lawyers I on I like. Th- I think that's been used by the way. A testimony that. table, and the judge is like, "Hey, knock it off," or something. I don't know. If you, if you need scenarios, just call me. I, I can come up with a few. Clearly. Anything more you want to touch on, Mark, before you go I, out? I'm good, man. Whatever 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 you want to talk about, I'm here to talk about it. If if you wanna if you wanna say goodbye, I'm here to say goodbye. Whatever you want to do. Oh, which is it's your show, more, man. Need to, is there anything more we want to promote while you're here? Promote, promote, promote. Yeah. It's uh, all about promotion, my friend. No, I th- I'm I'm <laughs> I'm good on that end. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, give us your dot com so people can find you on the interwebs. They can find my books on Amazon or any other online bookseller. Hmm. They're not they're not typically found in bookstores, although there are a couple of outlets that that have purchased and carry my books. Nice. Bookshop book bookshop dot org mm-hmm. is a nonprofit hooked to local bookstores bookseller. Mm-hmm. And there's a value, it seems to me, in in maintaining the integrity of your local bookstore. That makes a that makes Bookshop.org a great place to purchase books. And all of my books are available on Bookshop, mm-hmm. but they're they're generally available at all online booksellers like Kobo, like Amazon, like Barnes and Noble, and so on. I have audiobooks on Audible and, and Chirp and Find A Way. The first five of my novels are available as audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the children's book is also is also available only on Amazon. So there you go. As is the, the novella, the novella, or at my website, which is markambello.com. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's the story sticking to it. You were, since you're attorney, I should have had you swear on a stack of Bibles and take an oath, but we'll believe you for now. It sounds like a good story and I've checked it out. I've seen your stuff. So really interesting. Thanks for coming on, Mark. We really appreciate Thank it. Man. My pleasure. There you Thanks. go. Thanks Guys, order up his books. Be sure to go wherever fine books are sold, but stay away out of those alleyway bookstores because you might need a tetanus shot or you might get shanked. You know, I've been there. I've seen it happen. Don't, don't do it. Go to wherever fine books are sold and order up his books. Go to see everything we're up to on uh, goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss. Go to youtube.com, Fortress Chris Foss. All our groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all those crazy places. Just put Chris Foss, the Chris Foss show, and you'll find it. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time.